0: This week on Foamcast Radio, it's another week of worker in the headlines with new short darts and better glue. Foamblast releases 3D printing files, but not on Thingiverse. Hasbro leaks new Ghost Ops accessories. I have your weekend requisition recon and Battlespace Intel as always. And Monty Choi from SILD is back in the war room to talk about building blasters that shoot smarter
1: listen up and load up it's time for the biggest podcast in the world dedicated to foam blaster toys news reviews events and more and now recording from the broadcast bunker it's ben anderson the host of foamcast radio
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I've got a quick sit rep before we get started. Next weekend, I'll be heading off to West vs. Zombies, and the weekend after that, I'll be going to End War. So rather than working on episodes on those weeks and trying to produce them while I'm traveling, the next few episodes are going to be pre-recorded interviews, and they won't include the other regular segments like the Stratcom, the Requisition Recon, Battlespace Intel, etc. They'll just be interviews, but there will still be some really interesting content. So definitely still tune in. This week, I don't have a Foam Patrol shout-out for you, but you can join the Foam Patrol and get your own shout-out by going to foamcastradio.com slash merch and buying a Foam Patrol shirt. This is a really great way for you to support the podcast and get a really cool shirt in the process. And my sister, who's a graphic designer, actually redid my badge graphic, so now these shirts look even better than ever. Go check them out at foamcastradio.com slash merch. I think you'll really be impressed. All right, let's get into the Stratcom for this week. First up, Worker has released new short darts that they're calling the Gen 2 High-End Darts. According to Worker, they use better glue so that they won't get decapitated on the first use. They're also supposed to be hand cut for better precision. Right now, they're available on NF Strike for 15 US dollars for a pack of 200. Next up, Foam Blast has opened a new section on their website specifically for 3D printable files. Instead of uploading these files to Thingiverse, Foamblast has opted to place them on their own website, where you have to make an account and basically agree not to sell any of the files. Adriana from Foamblast said this is because Thingiverse is plagued with bots that crawl the site and add items to online stores, totally ignoring and violating the non-commercial licenses. So if you want to print out your own parts for a perfect fit or a yoink tool, you can now do that at foamblastshop.com. Next up, we have a leak for the Nerf Modulus Ghost Ops Stability Kit. This kit includes a folding stock that looks an awful lot like the Spectre folding stock, and a flashlight foregrip. It's speculated to be priced at about $15 U.S. but we don't yet know the release date or the exact price. We also saw a leak for the Nerf and Strike Elite Trilogy shell upgrade kit. This is a pack of three shells for the Trilogy, and it's worth noting that these are not the same as Sledgefire shells. So if you want extra shells for the Trilogy, this will be the only way to get them. Again, we have a rumored price, which is about $40, U.S. but we don't know the exact price or when they'll be available. I'll keep you updated, and you can find links to everything I just talked about in the show notes at foamcastradio.com. Foamcast Radio is supported by LifeAid. When I get out on the foam battlefield, I ask a lot of my body. Both my muscles and my mind get pushed to their absolute limits. That's why I depend on the nutrients and natural ingredients of LifeAid beverages to boost my performance both on and off the battlefield. Whether it's FocusAid to help me keep a clear head in the midst of the chaos... Fit aid to help me recover after a skirmish, or party aid to rehydrate after a long day of combat, I know I can count on the all-natural ingredients of Life Aid beverages to keep me going. For a limited time, LifeAid is offering my listeners an exclusive discount of $20 off your first purchase of a 24-pack. Stop filling your body with energy drinks packed with artificial colors, flavors, and sweeteners that will dehydrate you and leave you feeling drained. Try the delicious and healthy LifeAid beverages today. Order a 24-pack of LifeAid right now and get $20 off. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to Foamcast Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash LifeAid. That's foamcastradio.com slash L-I-F-E-A-I-D. Thanks to LifeAid for supporting Foamcast Radio. Alright, let's get into your requisition recon. First up, the Boomco Rapid Reloader is available on Amazon for 9 US dollars. This includes a bunch of Boomco darts, so it's a really good deal. Next, the Boomco Glow in the Dark Clip Pack is on sale on Amazon for 12 US dollars, which is also a great deal. The Nerf AccuStrike Mega Bulldog is available on Amazon for 12 US dollars, down from its normal price of 20 US dollars. And the Nerf Firestrike MicroShot is available for 5 US dollars on Amazon, down from 10 U.S. dollars. The Nerf N-Strike Elite Quadrant is available on Amazon for 7 US dollars and also available from Walmart for 8 US dollars and it's normally priced at 10 US dollars. The Nerf Zombie Strike Scavenger is available on Amazon for 25 US dollars down from 50 and the Nerf Rival Phantom Core Hades is available at Walmart for 40 US dollars down from 70. The Nerf N-Strike Elite Infinis is normally 70 US dollars but Walmart has it on sale for 40. The Nerf Rival Hypnos is available at Walmart for 40 US dollars, it's normally 50. And the Nerf Modulus Ghost Ops Evader, normally 37 US dollars, is only 27 US dollars at Walmart. The Nerf Laser Ops Pro Alpha Point is available at Walmart for 10 US dollars, normally 25. And both the Nerf Zombie Strike Survival System Chop Stock and the Twin Slice are both eight US dollars each at Walmart, normally 15 US dollars. The Nerf Vortex VTX Pyragon is available at Target for only 40 US dollars, normally 60. And finally the Worker 15 Round magazine is on sale at nfstrike.com for only six US dollars. For links to these items, head to the show notes at foamcastradio.com. I've also got some coupon codes for you. If you make a purchase from SM Enterprises, use the code FOAMCAST to get 10% off. And if you make a purchase from Flux Sunglasses, use the code FLUXFOAM10 for 10% off. Don't forget that I post giveaways in my Facebook fan group. Just search for Foamcast Radio Fans on Facebook and hit join. Alright, let's get into your Battlespace intel for this weekend. Nerfed is having their first Thursday event in Boise, Idaho on June 6th. Horizon Prime is having their June 2019 event in Chatteroy, Washington, June 7th through the 9th. Hampton Roads Nerf Gaming is having their June Mod Party in Virginia Beach, Virginia on June 7th. Chasers Laser Tag is having their Friday Night Nerf and Laser Tag Wars in Naperville, Illinois on June 7th. The Garden State Nerf Squad is having their Mod and Loadout Workshop in Paramus, New Jersey on June 7th. HVZ Athens is having their Summer Invite event in Athens, Ohio on June 7th. The Brisbane Area Nerf Group is having their Mid-Year Destruction event in Rockley, Queensland, Australia on June 8th. HVZ Sydney is having their Judd's June Shotgun Festival event in Silverwater, Australia on June 8th. The Dutch Nerf Community is having a Mod Party event in Zutphen, Netherlands on June 8th. Dallas-Fort Worth Nerf is having their June meetup in Allen, Texas on June 8th. CT Nerf is having their Summer Startup War in North Brunswick, New Jersey on June 8th. Battle Foam Arena is having their Free Nerf War games in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania on June 8th. The Maryland Nerf Herders are having their June Nerf War in Severn, Maryland on June 8th. Bakersfield Nerf Club is having their Bako Nerfs Belated Birthday Blaster Battle in Bakersfield, California on June 8th. Central Florida Dart Wars is having their NIC League War No. 1 in St. Cloud, Florida on June 8th. The Blaster Tag Association is having their Season 2 Event 3 in San Jose, California on June 8th. The Oshkosh Families Nerf Club is having their Superstock Number no. 3 of 2019 in Oshkosh, Wisconsin on June 8th. The Maryville Nerfing Nation is having their Nerf War event in Maryville, Missouri on June 8th. The Stillwater Area Blaster Society is having their Round 5 Fight event in Stillwater, Oklahoma on June 8th. The Detroit Dart League is having their June event in Troy, Michigan on June 8th. Nerf in the North is having their Quick Flag event in Oshkosh, Wisconsin on June 8th. Pro Nerf Virginia is having their Foam Pro Tour Practice No. 2 in Williamsburg, Virginia on June 9th. Adelaide Nerf Wars is having their post-post-democracy warfare event in Adelaide, South Australia on June 9th. The Charleston Nerf Club is having their War Number no. 4 in Somerville, South Carolina on June 9th. The Garden State Nerf Club and New York City Nerf Ops is having their Ion Prime event in Rahway, New Jersey on June 9th. The Michiana League of Nerfers is having their War Number 14 in South Bend, Indiana on June 9th. And the 5280 Foam Dart League is having their June Game Number 2 in Denver, Colorado on June 9th. For more information on any of these events and to make sure your event gets mentioned on the podcast, head to foamcastradio.com slash intel. Before we go to break, I've got a quick after-action review for you. Last Friday, I attended the Nerf Rival Group Washington event held in Airway Heights, Washington. It was a very fun super stock battle, and we had multiple competitive rounds. There's photos and footage from the event posted in the Foamcast Radio fans group and on my social media. Of note, my friend Journey and I look super tactical as we make a tactical retreat, bounding from tree to tree and covering each other, when we realize that we were getting low on ammo. I actually had no idea that we were being filmed the whole time, but the footage looks super cool. Foamcast Radio is supported by Flux Sunglasses. Whenever you're flinging foam, you need to be wearing eye protection. But shop glasses don't protect you from glare or UV rays, and most sunglasses are either too Expensive for the battlefield or too cheap to hold up to punishment. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Flux Sunglasses. These stylish sunglasses are durable enough to protect you from flying foam, polarized to cut glare, UV-protected, and ridiculously affordable. For a limited time, my listeners can visit foamcastradio.com flux and use the coupon code foamcast at checkout to save 15% off their already low prices. Protecting your eyes on the battlefield is important. Don't wait another day to protect yourself with the only brand of eyewear I trust when I'm out on the field. Visit foamcastradio.com flux right now and don't forget to use the coupon code foamcast to save 15% off your entire order. Thanks to Flux Sunglasses for being the official eyewear of Foamcast Radio. Alright everybody, it's time for your counterintelligence contest. The winner of last week's contest was Hugo Holwerda. He won a Foamcast Radio Spiral Notebook. If you really wanted one but you didn't win, you can get your own at foamcastradio.com slash merch. This week I'm giving away a pair of Avento sunglasses from my sponsor Flux Sunglasses. If you win, you get to choose between glossy black, glossy red, and glossy blue frames. To enter, head to foamcastradio.com slash win and enter the keyword ghost. That's foamcastradio.com slash win and enter the keyword ghost. Good luck. All right, everybody. This week, I am really excited to have a returning guest to the podcast, Monty Choi, the owner of Sild.com, which is a website and online store uh monty how you doing today
2: i'm doing good thanks for asking
0: awesome now last time you were here we talked about your origin story how you got into this hobby and you talked about how you started with a maverick that you got from a secret santa event and then you ended up acquiring a bunch of blasters you modded a long strike then your first flywheel blaster was a raven that you put trust fire batteries in and since then it's all gone downhill and now you're just producing all kinds of cool stuff uh, for the community, and I definitely want to talk to you about a whole bunch of those different things. So, for example, last time you talked to us about the MOSFET board that you had built, and now you've got a new version. Can you tell us about the new version of your MOSFET board and, and kind of what's different about it?
2: Sure, sure. So uh with the MOSFET board I've developed, I've been conceptualizing an ecosystem around the MOSFET board and how we can have different kits that can stack on top and connect to it. So that was the main goal, to really develop and expand an ecosystem around the MOSFET that can make modders and programmers and makers uh, a lot easier to interact with the Nerf Blasters. Uh, one of the big things was making it smaller, since it's actually really pretty difficult to fit the original MOSFET board in a, a strife. There aren't too many good spots in the strife. And uh, one small thing that I added uh, it's it's rounded corners. So all my boards are rounded corners now, which doesn't it doesn't really seem that apparent to people, but it actually makes a huge difference in handling it, and it feels a lot more premium that way. Uh, so with the Mosset board ecosystem, uh, all the Mosset boards... All the variants that I have are compatible with each other, and they're also going to be compatible with uh, upcoming modules that I have and uh, the Arduino tutorials that I have in progress. So this means that like we can stack MOSFET boards on top of MOSFET boards, and then on top and then just keep stacking MOSFET boards and other cool stuff on it to give you more features. So that was the main goal: just an ecosystem where we can keep adding more and more things and uh, size.
0: Now, most of the time when people hear MOSFET, they're thinking about basically being able to use the stock switch uh, from their blaster, and so MOSFETs are useful for that. But what you're talking about is being able to add all sorts of other capabilities. Can you talk to us about a little bit of, uh, like like what sort of applications are these boards actually useful for, uh, things that you couldn't normally do, at least easily?
2: Sure. So the MOSFET is really good since... It takes, you essentially get to control electricity with uh, with other electricity. So the control signal can be really, really small, which means that you can have stuff like an Arduino or a Raspberry Pi control big stuff like solenoids or uh, motors and stuff. So really, solenoids are the, the connection between big, powerful stuff like our motors we have and the small little sensitive Electronics like the Arduino. So the MOSFET boards make it really, really easy to interface and control big, powerful stuff with uh, more complex and sensitive smaller electronics like the Arduino. So it just gives you a lot more customizability and makes uh, programming in, in our hobby a lot easier and simpler for everybody get, to get into.
0: Now, I remember last time you used the name Smart Blaster when you were talking about this system. Is that still what you're calling this or is that something different?
2: Yeah, so uh, Smart Blaster is a bit different. That's going to be a lot more complex. This uh, the MOSFET board is, is its own thing. The smart blaster is going to be its own separate thing as well.
0: Awesome. So this will definitely uh, make it easier for people to kind of use some of those programmable microcontrollers to run blasters. Is that kind of the idea?
2: Yeah, that's that's more of the uh, smart blaster side. Uh, it's going to have a lot of complexity in like I- IoT integration. So you can use your phone or like a website to control your blaster. Uh, while the MOSFET boards can be more of a DIY thing in that you can use your own Arduino And program it all by yourself uh, and with some some help of like online tutorials that I have in mind.
0: Awesome. So you've got kind of the DIY side where people can write their own code. And then you've got the Smart Blaster, which is sort of a a pre-built system for people.
2: Yeah, yeah. Since the Smart Blaster is going to be pretty complex... And I understand that not everybody like wants to learn programming, and maybe they just don't have time for that. They want to drop in some really complex like cool uh, electrical system in their blaster, so they can do that with smart blaster. So I really want to like cater to both sides of people who know how to program and all those makers that really are, are passionate about programming electronics and those who, just want the features in their blaster, but don't have the time or the skills to implement those features.
0: Now I'm, I'm kind of thinking of like the big picture here, right? Like there's a lot of really big, powerful blasters that have lots of motors, lots of pushers and things going on. Is, is this really going to be able to run all of that? Like, can I use this with say a worker dominator or something like that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So you have stuff like the MOSFET board plus, which has a bigger MOSFET and like six motor holes. So you can do up to three stages And if for some reason you want more than that, you can set up stack a massive board plus on top of a massive board plus. So now you can control like six motors or six solenoids with a small little module board.
0: Well, that's really cool. And I think it's really going to open it up for people to kind of experiment and try things that maybe they couldn't even think was going to be at least easily possible to do. So that's pretty awesome. Do you have any other new products uh, that you've that you have released since the last time that we talked?
2: Uh, not really. It was just the MossedWord Plus and the PWM module.
0: Very cool. Well, I definitely have more questions about your online tools, your tutorials, all that stuff that you've got going on. Before we get to that, I've got a quick message from one of our hand-selected sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Foamcast Radio is supported by Hobby King. When I need a new battery for my latest blaster build, my favorite place to go is Hobby King. I can put in the exact specs and dimensions I want, and Hobby King gives me a list of can at incredibly affordable prices. Every flywheel build I make has a battery in it from Hobby King because I can count on them to fit perfectly and have the discharge rating and capacity I need for maximum performance and reliability. You can get 100 reward points when you create your Hobby King account for free right now. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to Foamcast Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash hobbyking. Once again, to get 100 reward points, go to phonecastradio.com/hobbyking and create your Hobby King account for free right now. Thanks to Hobby King for supporting Phonecast radio. All right, everybody, we are back with Monty Choi from Sild.com. A minute ago, we were talking about your new MOSFET board plus your uh, smart blaster system, all of those different things. But now I want to kind of change gears a little bit and talk about your online tools. Last time I interviewed you, we talked about your motor chart which is definitely helpful. It's been super helpful to me and I know to others. Uh, but you've got some other online tools too. Can you tell us a little bit about those?
2: Sure. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, one of the big things in our community, especially if you're kind of new, is trying to spec a battery for your motors, since different motors have different capabilities and different batteries also have their own different uh, electrical capabilities. So using stuff like the Lipo Checker, you can see... Uh, if your light bulb works for your uh, motors so although the calculations are, are relatively simple and just use some simple like uh math it just it makes it a lot easier in that you can plug in your battery specs and your motor specs and what you have and then it just spits you out the results you have and more information that you might not have needed uh and the motor spec finder was uh, i i realized that we have so many motors in our hobby and the motor chart uh it helps you compare the motors, but it's really hard to find exactly the specs for a specific motor. So I, I actually, uh, I, I basically memorize all the spots of the motors, so I can sort of click on a motor and see where it is. But if you're newer to the hobby, uh, that's not going to be as intuitive to you. So. I made a specific app just so you can find the specific specifications of a specific motor, uh, since the motor chart can get kind of complicated for some people.
0: Well, for my part, I definitely can attest to the fact that the LiPo Checker is really useful. I know that I've used it uh, to kind of check out some of my builds and realize that the LiPos that I was using Uh, They weren't anywhere close to what I really needed to satisfy the amperage requirements of the motors I was using. So I never would have known that without using your tool because I really wasn't doing the math. I was just kind of plugging things together and it seemed to work. But then once I actually used your tool, I realized, oh, I actually need a much larger battery or I need one with a higher discharge rating. And so your your tool definitely helped me out in that regard. Now, another contribution that you've been making has been your written tutorials. You talked last time about your MOSFET tutorial that you wrote. Um, have you written any new tutorials since then?
2: Yeah, so I haven't released any tutorials recently, but I've been writing a few. So I have one on like Relays, which is essentially uh, an electromechanical uh, switch. It's sort of like a MOSFET, but it's going to be slower and it's an actual physical piece of metal moving around. And I have a lot of stuff with uh, Arduino coming on uh, and motor breaking. I've been sort of getting kind of uh, decisive on whether I want to proceed with written tutorials or like YouTube video style tutorials, because oftentimes for this stuff, a YouTube video can be really helpful to display the information. And I'm sort of going along the track of splitting them up so the YouTube one can be more It can be less detailed and just have the basic facts and stuff, while the written tutorial can have a lot more information that would be uh, more difficult and time-consuming to put into a YouTube video.
0: Definitely. Well, I I definitely think that whatever form it takes, the content that you're creating is really helpful. You're obviously very smart and you understand this stuff really well, so uh, it's definitely helpful, and I really look forward to seeing more content from you. Um, Do you have any plans for new tools, products, tutorials, stuff that uh, maybe you haven't released or haven't even started on but stuff that you'd like to explore in the future that you can kind of uh clue us in on
2: yeah yeah so uh at work i'm actually taking a class in machine learning so uh i'm not sure how well this will work out but i want to make an app that uses machine learning to basically guess the fps of your setup so you can pick your motors your wheels your cage and your battery what kind of lipo you have and like the voltages and stuff and that will give you uh the expected fps of your blaster, so then, then maybe in the future when we have more data, we can do stuff with like multi-stage and stuff. So that that's the app that I'm pretty excited for, uh, since that will probably be my first machine learning application. Uh, but I also have another one where I, I haven't started this yet, but it, I've been thinking about it. It's an app that uses the uh, it basically searches through HobbyKing and finds battery for your blaster. So maybe you can say I have a Strife, and the battery uh, the battery housing is. This big and you can enter your, the volume of your battery, uh, housing. And then it would search through, uh, Hobby King to give you all the batteries that can fit within that. And then after that, you can choose your motors and how many motors you want, what kind of batteries you want. Like maybe you have a minimum capacity that you want. Or maybe, uh, you're using a multi-stage setup. And then once you enter all those specifications in, it's going to spit you out a list of batteries that would be applicable for your, uh, for your, for your, for your blaster. Uh, also for these products that I have, I plan on open sourcing all of them. So you can find the schematics and board files online. And if you want, you can even like order off the board yourself and solder them yourself. And I also plan to make a tutorial on all the products that I have and how they work and everything. Since I really find that really helpful, especially since when I first started, uh, that's how I learned stuff. So maybe other people can find the same thing in our community.
0: Well, that stuff is definitely really exciting. I know uh, I definitely look forward to the machine learning, uh, FPS calculator. I think that sounds really, really cool and a great application of that technology. I also, uh, look forward to the hobby King battery finder. Um, I get all my batteries from hobby King. As my listeners know, they can go to foamcastradio.com slash hobby King to get some bonus points for creating their online account. And, uh, that, that definitely sounds cool because it sounds like it would, even make it easier than it already is to find the perfect battery for your build. This has been really awesome talking to you. How can people follow along on social media so that as you're coming out with this stuff, they can kind of see what's going on over at SILD.com?
2: Sure. So uh, I've recently made a Facebook page and Instagram page that you can follow along. It's uh, at SILD Tech for both Instagram and Facebook. I think SILD was already taken, so that's why I had to go for SILD Tech. Facebook's going to be less frequent stuff, but like sort of new stuff and I'm planning for Instagram to be like more random things and smaller project updates and stuff.
0: Well, we will definitely include the links to both of those in the show notes at foamcastradio.com so people can go check them out. Monty, thank you so much for talking to me today. This has been really awesome. Now, I know I asked you this question before, but I'm going to ask you again, and that is what is your personal favorite blaster?
2: I'd say probably the Strife since we have a lot of uh, 3D printed kits and stuff for it uh and someone to make it really simple to do full auto. But I've been looking at the retaliator recently since now that like Flywheel World has come out with their uh their own wheels and stuff. Uh and I feel like the kits for the retaliator looked a lot cooler. So I guess it's one of those two.
0: Awesome, well I always like having a returning guest and asking them this, this question and getting a different answer than before. I know last time you answered Rapid Strike and I love it seeing how things sort of evolve and seeing how people find new things to interest them. So that's really cool. Monty, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thanks for having me. All right everybody, before I sign off, I've got a quick action item for you. Head over to the Foamcast Radio Fans group on Facebook and answer this question. What's a mod you've always wanted to try, but still haven't? I want to thank LifeAid Beverages, Flux Sunglasses, and Hobby King for sponsoring this episode. Please support the podcast by supporting my sponsors. You can find a complete listing of all my sponsors at foamcastradio.com sponsors. I also want to thank Monty Choi for being my guest this week. And of course, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the
1: battlefield. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to make sure you won't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so it's easy to follow us and share this episode with your friends. You can also find us at foamcastradio.com, where you can view the show notes, order merch, and more. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Foamcast Radio.
2: Hi, I'm Ryan Engelstad, licensed therapist and host of the Best Medicine Podcast, a show where I help people normalize conversations around mental health. I know firsthand how hard it can be to talk about these issues, but there are resources out there. If you're having suicidal thoughts or even just wondering what it would be like if you weren't around, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Once again, I'm Ryan Engelstad at the Best Medicine Podcast, and I'm here to help too. So if you want to reach out to me through my podcast where I answer listeners' questions, you can find me on Twitter at EngelsRy, that's E-N-G-E-L-S-R-Y, or through the Anchor app where you can leave voice messages for my show. Thanks for listening, and thanks for taking care of yourself.